0: Did we make it? Are we back? We're back.
1: And a good evening, everybody. How you doing? Welcome to episode 21 of 300 Bucks Damage. I'm Gord Tep. What's
0: the matter? <laughs> I just thought of a great way to start the show.
1: Well, we're going to do it. I'm Gord Tep on Long Island. He's Ham City Kevin Queens. No, What's no, the... no,
0: no, no, see, see, you're, 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 it's too late now. Well, what... what I was going to suggest is for me to do your opening part and you could do my opening part. Oh, well, as a as a gimmick, open and we pretending to be each other. Should we do that next week? Then no, we should.
1: We should do it for the Halloween show, shouldn't we? So we're gonna re. We're gonna let's start over again. Yeah, you want to? I mean, let's, are you all right with that? Let's just start it over again and uh, let's let's do the beginning. Yeah, I'm absolutely fine with that. Go ahead, Kev, take it away.
0: <laughs> well, you need to come up with a crazy factoid. You got it. All right, did we make it? Are we back? We're back. And a good evening, everybody. How you doing? This is Ham City Kev. Cab- oh, no, wait, should I say Ham City Kev or should I
1: say Gortef? It doesn't matter. This is all going... We're not editing any of this. What's
0: that? I'm not editing this. It's going on in,
1: in a <laughs> straight line. So take it This away. is
0: Gord Tep on Long Island, and uh, as with me always is Ham City Kev in Queens. Hey now.
1: <laughs> hey now, Ham City! Hey now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what... Is 2 plus 2. Uh, if you asked Barney on The Simpsons, 2 plus 2 would be 4. 2 plus 2 equals 5. Says who? It says 1984. 1984. <laughs> <laughs> Big Brother I, says 2 plus 2 equals 5. War there you equals go. War is
1: peace. Yeah. Well, we mentioned a rat helmet way back. So
0: Yeah. Why and not?
1: What, what a phenomenal segue because 1984, the novel, very dark and kind of scary, might be considered almost a horror. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Not even fucking close. See, you know, if I'm going to be you, if I'm trying to be you here for this show, then I would just be like, oh, 1984 is a horror story. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> All right, I, I can't even stretch that. But regardless, <laughs> this week, episode 21, which you've downloaded, is a Halloween show. Ooh. Well, this is a. Very, do you remember Mr. Boogity? Do you remember that at no, all? No, not at all. This is some kind of like movie in the late '80s or something, like a scary movie on TV. Mr. Boogity.
0: I don't remember at all. I mean, I remember Elvira and Tales from the Crypt and all that stuff. Oh no, no,
1: this is like a one-time thing.
0: Speaking of a one-time thing, this is real quick. Something we forgot to mention. I don't because you think of Halloween, you think of nighttime. One thing I forgot to mention. Uh, when we did the food mascot show. Do you remember Max Moon, I think, was his name? Max it was Moon. Like, he was the McDonald's mascot for oh, like no! a week. No, well, not, I... no, no, no. You're thinking of the wrestler. Yeah. But I, I mean, no, there was there was a... I forget what the fuck his name was, but he was like a giant half-crescent moon or, so, or just oh, a crescent Oh, yeah, moon. Mac. Yeah, because they did the song Mac Tonight. You remember
1: that? Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Maybe he was Max Moon. I don't, I know. don't know. All right.
0: Someone uh, email us at podcast at if you know the answer. Or s- we'll just look it up during or after the show online. <laughs> no, send the email. How about the Booger
1: Man? Don't know that. Oh, that's Mr. Burns says that. The Booger Man? Yeah. The I Booger Man. Oh, all don't right. Don't know it. You're the guy who knows every <laughs> Simpsons reference ever and you don't know that one?
0: I don't know that one. Ugh, you're letting me down, Kev. <laughs> so,
1: all right. In any event, this show is supposed to be a half hour. We're already a few minutes in. We're talking about Halloween and our favorite memories of Halloween as children. I'm going to start things off, Kev. I want to ask you, how old
0: were you when you stopped trick-or-treating? Oh, uh, boy. I was probably 13 maybe maybe 14 i don't know for sure i don't have in my head the definitive like final trick-or-treat
1: stretching it into the middle school huh
0: yeah i think so i think that's what it was i think i was just going around and i felt so fucking dumb that i just stopped
1: sometimes the kids go into high school even but i didn't know i think i was done fifth grade i think that was it okay i said that's it no more and once you get beyond that every kid is a bum for halloween yes it's like, that becomes the thing, like, uh, I'm too cool, you know, I'm too old to be trick or treat, but I'll be a bum. So i was wear a flannel shirt and, like, have my hair messed up.
0: So you weren't one of those fucking people when we were in college, because there were college <laughs> kids. We were like, oh, I'm going to walk around town and trick-or-treat. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? No. You guys are adults.
1: You can't trick-or-treat. No, I never trick-or-treated uh, in college. I would occasionally dress up, if, if what you would call what I was doing, dressing up. Which sure. would be wearing a Degeneration X T-shirt, a replica WWF Championship belt, and sunglasses?
0: <laughs> well, no, I also remember an infamous one where you just had a denim jacket on and the uh, back says Future <laughs> two hat. <hair.
1: laughs> right, I was Marty McFly. Well, that was different, I have video though. footage of that. Yeah, that was that was different though because that was for a uh, party. But yeah, right. no, I've I've done a few different ones uh, over the years, um, you know. But that was never I was never trick or treating. That was just uh, right, you know. Uh, but uh, that's good. Good call on that one. Were you anything for that? Did you dress up for that one?
0: I don't recall if I did. I think I didn't, and then I went home, and I changed really quick to into something. <laughs> I don't remember what, though. <laughs> I don't remember what. I think, you know what I think it was? I think I was just because everyone was giving me shit for not dressing up. So I think I just tore a hole in my jeans and put on my Metallica "Kill 'Em All t-shirt, and I was like, all right, I'm a fucking 80s metalhead. Shut up.
1: All right. That was fair enough.
0: Yeah. Speaking of trick-or-treat, though, uh, I remember a while back you had mentioned that kids don't say trick-or-treat anymore.
1: Yeah, no. It's become this thing that we, we go trick-or-treating. That's what we call it. But you go to the door and you just say, hi, or the person says, oh, hello. And nobody – you're supposed to scream trick-or-treat. The door's supposed to open. You're supposed to say, trick-or-treat. Right? But See, nobody says it.
0: I haven't noticed this. I feel Uh-oh. like it's it's worked for, for me. Granted, I haven't been home to do Halloween in years.
1: Oh, yeah, I, I'm usually uh, doing... Well, not every year, but occasionally I am. And if I'm home, you know, i got to have a full stock of candy. And the kids don't say trick-or-treat. they just just uh, sitting there with their hands out and their little bags open or little pumpkin basket things. And you drop the candy. But they do not say trick-or-treat, which I think is uh, ridiculous and lazy.
0: I agree. Parents should get on top of that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. But, um... Be- before we get into the candy, which is really the, the main focus of this show, I just wanted to talk to you about costumes as a kid. Uh, sure. I never was one for a really elaborate costume. I know that there were always mm. some people who were like, oh, you got to see my costume. You won't believe it. Oh, my yep.
0: God. I the was Virgo just... was one of them. The Virgo's mother was crazy. Really? You I should like see some of these costumes it. she had when she was a kid. It was, it, it'll blow your mind.
1: Don't get me wrong. I mean, I was always impressed. I remember a friend of mine Crane, right. one year was like Marge Simpson in 1989. It was a homemade Marge Simpson. That wasn't just like, you know, you go buy the, the cheap plastic mask, mask for $10. It was a real creative idea built by her mother and her. But um, I was like He-Man, meaning I got the He-Man costume in the store and wore a mask.
0: Right, I had. Um, I know what you're talking about with like the the plastic suits.
1: Yeah, the plastic suits that go over your body and the mask with the eye and mouth holes and the nose is, f- the, the, uh, the right nostril and holes. the nostril
0: holes. That so it's like you can't even breathe through.
1: <laughs> you just take it I off. I feel it like they might. Fun. I
0: feel like you could like you, uh, you could use those masks in waterboarding if you really wanted to. <laughs> The, uh, I remember I, ha- I had one of those when I was – the first two Halloweens, I think I remember, I was the nondiscriminate uh, G.I. Joe. That was just – it was, I guess, just a soldier's head with, like, some kind of camouflage plastic suit on that just said G.I. Joe across the chest. And then another time I was Egon, as we've discussed. Yes. And another time I was Superman. And those were all those bad, like, the rubber bands that really hurt <laughs> with the plastic mask and the plastic suit. <laughs> just really terrible. God, those rubber bands really hurt. Yeah, I, I just... remember always giving up, like, halfway into the trick-or-treating. I would just take off the mask I just don't care anymore. Yeah,
1: I, I, I have a picture of me as Popeye, which was one of those homemade costumes, I suppose, but really <laughs> not all that creative. I had a, a pipe and a sailor's hat and... uh Maybe like a, I don't even know. How I did like a sailor shirt. I didn't have a real shirt. I mean, it was like a, like a bib or something. I don't know. I think I was was four. But uh, then later on, like elementary school, I can remember being the same thing, like year after year, which was baseball player. I just oh, nice wore a David Cohn jersey, which I had anyway, which I I guess I probably wore a couple times to school anyway um right and i but it was an excuse to have a baseball glove all day
0: that's good yeah. i had um there was a halloween a couple of years back where you know i was going out to a party and like everyone was going out or whatever oh I I, yeah out. i know what you're getting at this was the best one yeah. ever well no not this one there's two really good ones but one of them similar to the one i think you're thinking of. i'm thinking of
1: the evil twin
0: yeah, I know you're talking about the evil twin. I'm talking about similar to what you were saying. There was one time I didn't really feel like dressing up, and I didn't have anything, and everyone's like, "Oh, come on, dress up as something." So I just said, "Okay," and I put on uh, my in the old school 1987 Mets road jersey, and just put a Mets hat on, and then like painted a little mustache on myself, and said, "Okay, I'm Keith Hernandez." <laughs> and uh, but yeah, the one you're saying it was definitely the best Halloween costume ever it was for a party. It was I was my own evil twin which was of course i had the evil twin mustache mm-hmm. and then i was decked out I, I had the Derek jeter shirt on the yankee hat i even went so as far as to wear like sandals with socks <laughs> and you know there's there's video footage and, and i think i'm i'm no you know what i want to think that i went as far as like drinking bud light all night but that's just stupid and that's going too far but uh there is video footage of me somewhere someone has it of me just going off on this anti Red Sox pro Yankees rant that's like really priceless. I
1: would love to see that.
0: It's 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 really good stuff. Huh. And that was my evil twin. That was my favorite Halloween costume.
1: Huh. Well, fantastic. Um When you were Superman, were you Clark Kent also or just Superman? Cuz I can remember do, doing a Clark Kent gimmick somehow.
0: Um I mean, I'm, I, I might just be creating this in my head, but I think I remember it was funny because I had glasses as a kid. So I think I probably just, when I gave up on the mask after a while, I would just wear glasses and people would say, who are you? Oh, Clark well, Kent, there you Superman. go. Right, Clark Kent
1: would have glasses. Like
0: Clark. I said, I could just be making that up, but I don't know.
1: And trick-or-treating, um, well, you're, you're growing up in Queens, me growing up, uh, I grew up on Long Island. We had a strategy of... Uh, when and go- when you would go, where you would go. Uh, basically, every year, I would just go with my best friend, who was uh, Teague Murphy. Teague and I would get together. I think we started this tradition in first grade. It may have been second. And we did it right on through to fifth grade, where we would pick a particular part of town. And uh, one of our mothers would take us there. We, In Long Beach, which is where I grew up, there was a section of the town... Uh, which was the canals, which is over by the bay. And there was a great spot. It was just like all of the kids. There were a lot of cool kids, I suppose, who mm-hmm. we were friendly with, who would go there and you would go in this pack up and down the blocks and you just got so much candy there as compared to when you went some other part of town. We would also go immediately after school. We're talking... Like
0: right. Three o'clock. Mm hmm. Uh,
1: I, I, what is the story with the, did you go right after school or were you going nighttime?
0: Now, I never understood the nighttime thing. I, that might be like a middle America thing because, I mean, there were kids who did it at night, uh, you know, when I was older and I was giving out the candy and whatnot, but, uh, you know, it was always like the little stragglers at the end. When I was a kid, it was always as soon as school ended, you ran the fuck home as fast as you could and just started trick or treating.
1: Well, the the thing is that if a kid has parents who work, yeah, uh, they may have to wait.
0: Yeah, that's true. You you to consider your that because, but. My uh, my parents were teachers, so they had the same hours as me.
1: Right. So that was not a problem. My mom stayed right. home, so she could take me. Uh, right, out. right, right. But, yeah, I the, think that's probably the nighttime thing.
0: Yeah, I suppose. And, I mean, you know, it it gets dark around what time around Halloween? Well, what time, you know, did it get dark today? Like uh, 6.30? Yeah. So, yeah, right. I guess that makes sense. Probably come home eat dinner, and say, okay, now let's go trick-or-treating. Right. No, that makes perfect sense. Um, as far as my neighborhood goes, I never really had a plan. I just circled around, went my block, next block, next block over, then came back to my block. Sometimes I would do the same block twice. And then, uh, you know, just load up on candy and then just call it a day. I was always jealous. My best friend in elementary school, um, Richard DeReese, he lived in a very big apartment building that had like 14 or 15 floors. I was always very, very jealous of him because I would ask him, you know, what do you do on Halloween? And he would be like, I just walk around the apartment building. So he didn't even have to go anywhere. Huh. He would just have one hallway, hit up like 15 houses, well, 15 apartments in one hallway, then just go upstairs and hit up another 15, go upstairs, hit up another 15. It was all very centralized. I was very, very jealous of that
1: that yeah, it's funny. at first, I was going to say, "Oh, that must be lame, but then if everybody's really participating that is the that is the ideal scenario because you're really going to get a lot of people in a very short distance, and you're probably going to get a ton of candy. that's great
0: right, and you don't even, you don't even, exactly it's a short distance, you don't have to go anywhere if you wanted to. you can go downstairs, dump off your candy in in your apartment and be back up where you were in like five, ten minutes
1: yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Start
0: with a fresh bag.
1: Um, after, you know, those few years, elementary years, maybe a couple middle school years, the responsibility then falls on the child, which was us, to yeah. stay home and hand out the candy. You know oh, you, that pissed me off. You got you to gotta do it. You got to do it. You didn't buy it. Your parents bought it, and they put it out in a bowl, and you just had to be there to put it in the kids' bags.
0: Right, but what always pissed me off is my older sibling never had to do that. Oh, well, why not? It was always me. Dude, don't get me started. Huh. Well, what was uh, your older sibling sibling doing that couldn't uh, deliver candy? Uh, she was always out doing something. I mean, there was probably like one or two, but it was like every year it was fucking me. Like I would I would when I was in high school, and, you know, my friends would be like, hey, you know, it's Halloween, let's hang out afterwards. I would always be like, no, you have to come home and do this. And I'd just be like, well, what the fuck? I mean, I do it every goddamn year. Oh. Well, you know what? Actually, come to think of it, my sibling was in college and I was in high school, so that makes sense. But my mother would never do it. And she had the same hours as me. Hmm. That's what would piss me off. It would be every year she'd be like, oh, I'm going to do something. Like, come on, it's Halloween. I'm going to hang out with my friends. Nope. You have to come home, sit by yourself on Halloween while all your friends are off having a great time doing whatever and you have to deal with snotty fucking children all day. It was it was irritating. It was like you can't even watch TV because you're getting up every five seconds. Yeah. Fucking, I hated it. I, I really hated it.
1: I actually live in a part of town, uh, you know, growing up where there weren't that too many kids. You would get, it would be sporadic, you know, you, and it would be hit or miss year to year. You wouldn't know if this was going to be a big year or not. I mean, you could go the entire Halloween night with only having, like, half a dozen on a low mm-hmm. year. Sometimes it would be a dozen. You know, you don't really know. Right. Uh, one year, I can remember, it was a Saturday. Halloween was on a Saturday. I'm going to guess this was, like, early 90s, maybe 92 or something. Uh, I'm not sure where my parents were, but I guess they were out, and my... Best friend Jimmy was sleeping over, and, you know, we're playing video games and stuff, and we would get up t- when the doorbell rang. And then I can remember we were roasting marshmallows in the kitchen. Where, so, like on the stove? On the stove. We would, was it a gas stove? Yeah. Don't they? Don't Those taste like shit, don't they? No, no. Those are good. All right. But it wasn't so we could eat them. We were roasting uh. them. Uh-huh. So we could get them to catch fire ah. and then bring it to the door on a stick to terrify kids.
0: That's pretty awesome.
1: And we did shock quite a few. I can remember it would be, you know, be like, were you dressed up at all or you just in plain clothes and you just show up? With, no, with- what would happen was we were rotating, but let's just say, okay, I'm going to answer the door. He's roasting the marshmallow. I open the door, and but I stay behind it so that open the door and there's nobody there. Right, and then he runs up with the marshmallow on fire on a stick.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's great.
1: Yeah, so we did that uh, a few times. and We had a blast because that was a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, I knew a, a guy who lived down the block from us. He would always, um, he was like the father of the household. He would always, uh, just wear these really baggy clothing and then stuff his shirt and stuff his pants a lot so he just looked like um you know just like something you buy in like a home depot or something like that put a little jason mask on with like a hood and everything so it looks like there's not a person under there that's just a halloween prop oh every year and we would just sit there and watch and kids would and he'd sit on the stoop so kids would walk up be two feet away from him like ring the bell and he would just go and stand up and people would freak the fuck out and it was hysterical <laughs> it was really awesome. How
1: about um, those haunted houses that they have around their neighborhoods? You know what I'm talking about?
0: Uh, you're talking not about the ones with trees that don't like chainsaws. The ones that got a close <laughs> shade with one but Adventureland. <laughs> I'm not
1: talking about
0: Adventureland. There are no, these... No, I know what you're talking yeah. about. Uh, the, the, I could tell you the best haunted house I ever went to was in the Pocono believe it or not. Okay. It was, I was with a, a friend, and I think he, his family had a timeshare in the Poconos or something like that. And we were there, and, oh man, it's, there's so much to it. They did so many great tricks that I've never seen duplicated again. It was really incredible. They built, they built a smaller hallway within a larger hallway. Okay, you following me? Yes. And someone would sit, like in between the ceiling of the small hallway and the ceiling of the large, the ceiling of the small hallway and the ceiling of the large hallway, so that as you were passing through into the next room, on they top were of able you. to, right, and they were able to swing down with like their torsos and just go bah! and scream, and you never saw it coming, <laughs> and it scared the shit out of everybody. That's great, but uh, I'm trying to think. There was just quick. There was you know. A room completely covered in tinfoil, and then a man covered in tinfoil within the room, and a strobe light going off. So you couldn't really see him. You just saw this movement. Mm. You saw him getting close to you. I mean, they had guys in like butcher shops with like fake beating hearts, and like guys popping out of piles of leaves, and guys with chainsaws chasing you. So many things that were just out of this world. Really great. Best place <laughs> I ever went to it was probably, it was in 93, I believe it was.
1: Okay. I. You know, when we were doing our show on WFNP, there was one year that I gave away tickets to some Halloween
0: show. Do you know what I'm okay. talking about? Vaguely. Was this during the um, the promo had uh, B-52's Rock Lobster in it? It had um,
1: Mensa, I think, saying, You're Halloween shields! <laughs> or something like that. <laughs>
0: You don't remember I that one? Re- I sort of remember it. Um,
1: it ends with an explosion, and I start laughing after the break. I have it on a CD somewhere. Where it's supposed to be very scary, but I just couldn't help from laughing at how stupid it was. We came back from the break, and I was laughing.
0: Oh, I remember what you're talking about now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, I'd love to find that. I I have it somewhere, but the um. Anyway, oh, you I just should remember- you should put it at like the end of the show or something like that.
1: I'll see if I can dig it up. If I can find it, I will. All right. And I can remember then um, giving away two passes to like this Halloween show and I was going to take a girl, but something happened. I don't know. I I think that I had – maybe I had like a River Ants game in Albany or something that I couldn't go. I remember I was going to go and then I, I had to back out. But um, I always wanted to go. I've never gone to any one of those things.
0: Really? Oh, yeah. man, they're great. No, but hang on a second. Didn't you say you were with uh, a, a not even a B-movie star, a C-movie star, <laughs> I guess you could okay, say? Okay, yeah, but
1: that doesn't count because that's Universal Studios. I, I think we told that kind story. Of thing.
0: Did we tell that story on you here? You did tell that story about how you picked her up and put her in front yeah, of you. Yeah, okay, I here. already
1: told that one. But yeah, that was the only, um, that's the only time I was ever in something like that,
0: yeah. So that's, oh, that's I mean, right. Granted, I'm sure something like that, there's... Like you go to a real haunted house, they do some really fucking great shit. Yeah, I had heard- um when I was in Sandusky over the summer, we went to a haunted house that was there. We were the only ones in there. It was really great because it was like four in the afternoon on like a on a Tuesday or a Thursday or something stupid like that and um in July of all fucking months to go to a haunted house and the the two things I remember specifically about it was there was one uh sort of hallway that he makes that he made us walk through where there was like almost a tarp coming in from both sides, but there was a lot of air pressure so it felt like you were being crushed. I mean it was like you could push them apart, but it was very if you were claustrophobic, you'd your head would go to the ceiling. Because uh. it was like there was barely any room to move. And uh, then another one, there was like a little metal graded floor that i don't know if he put a paint mixer underneath it or something like that but he would just flip a switch and suddenly not only would the floor start vibrating or shaking very violently it was also incredibly fucking loud so it was it worked in two purposes it scared the shit out of you uh you know through tactile touch and through the the uh audibles i suppose I don't know. It's not the audibles, is it? That's a football term. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about anymore. Through the audibles, Kev. What? The audibles. Whatever. No, but Let's move uh, on <laughs> because I'm sounding like enough of a fucking dick. All right. Uh,
1: <laughs> how about these? Okay, I've never – I've already stated I've never attended one, but I've heard the story of haunted houses where they have – a million doors and rooms inside, and if you're able to get through it, like there's some sort of a passageway from beginning to end,
0: and if you can complete the entire maze, you get money. You ever hear of that? I've done mazes, but never with money at the end. Well, it was a maze. Like, it was a haunted. That's it.
1: No, it was like a haunted maze. It was some sort of Halloween
0: Deal where well, there are plenty of haunted prize. mazes, but it's just, it's just people who stand in your way and go, Don't come this way, go the other way, and they, they just pop out from behind bushes. Oh, uh, no, I
1: thought there was like a real scary, tricky thing that made it impossible to get through unless you were really good. You mean with like opening and closing doors? Something like that, yeah. Perhaps, uh, and then dark rooms
0: to. where you can't see anything. Yeah, there's plenty of those if you go to the right haunted house. I'm telling you right now, you want a good time. It's a I think it's like twenty or thirty bucks or something like that. But the haunted houses they run in uh, the city in Manhattan, they are very good. We did one last year that was really really great. Hmm. So okay. if you uh, if you want to bring a girl on a date or something, that's uh, it's definitely a good place to go for sure. I'll keep it in mind. And uh, all right, we're gonna
1: close it out here I want to talk about candy this will be our final point of the show Right. Uh, favorite I'm a, I'm a candy nut I love candy I'm every few months I go to the mall and I overpay you know I pay about 50 million dollars for 2 cents worth of candy in Dylan's or one of those stores I fill it up with candy blocks and all kinds of stuff uh I guess my love for candy probably stems from Halloween's and uh I have a few favorites written down here. I always loved fun dip. Also known as Yeah, Lick-a-Made. everyone loved fun
0: dip. I mean, that was pure sugar. It was like the same thing as pixie sticks except not as direct.
1: And it had the little white stick that you would lick and then
0: load up with the sugar. You know what I'm talking? Right. That I did not like though. Oh, I love that. I mean, I used it, but I knew people who were like, oh, I can't wait to eat it after all this is over. And I was just yeah. gross. I just threw that thing out.
1: Really? I chose, I w- I, if, I'd eat that over Licamade, over the actual stuff.
0: Licamade? Yeah. Great. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't the thing called the Licamade? Licamade. Yeah. Well, Wasn't that what the little white thing was called? That was the Licamade and the rest oh, was the Oh, and the other dip? stuff was Fun Dip. Okay, maybe yeah. that's so it So you're saying you would rather choose the Licamade over the Fun Dip sometimes? I guess so. You're crazy.
1: Maybe I am.
0: You know what Lickamade reminds me of? Just to quickly get into, I guess we could alternate between good candy and bad candy. Okay. One of the worst pieces of candy to get, and you was, most times get them in loot bags at parties, uh, would be wax lips.
1: <laughs> I didn't even think that was really candy. You're not supposed to I, eat it. I knew people that were like, yeah, you could eat these wax lips. No. Like, what are you,
0: crazy? These things are fucking disgusting. That was...
1: The, who ate... Nobody ate that. I'm
0: telling you, people ate
1: them. I never really understood it. I thought it was just like you put it in your mouth like, oh, look, I got wax lips. They were so stupid and it tasted this. like eating wax. Who's going to eat that? Dude, I'm telling you, people did. Mental patients. <laughs> Maybe they were. <laughs> it's like people eating paper. <laughs> Which I've only seen one person do. Eat
0: paper? Yeah. I think I've seen so many He's paper. the
1: co-host of the Bucket Cast, or whatever the name of that podcast is.
0: Ah, yes, the, the Bucket List.
1: BucketRemix.com. Bucket Lou is the guy. Right. Ask Bucket Lou on Bucket Remix about eating Bucket, bucket Paper. List,
0: episode 65. <laughs> Bucket, uh, episode
1: one, I 77. <laughs> 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 Love yeah. it. All right. Uh, now, it deserves a horn because nobody's going to understand that unless they listen no. to the show.
0: Well, I mean, why not? <laughs> okay.
1: Uh, all right. So, Wax Lips, definitely on the bottom of the list. Uh, a Diamond in the Rough, I will go with, is Haribo Soda Bottles.
0: I have no idea what the hell those are. Oh,
1: come on. You've had those little gummy soda bottles before, have you not?
0: Were they gummy or were they like there was just syrup in them and you you cracked them open? Oh, no, it? no, no.
1: Those are different.
0: Those are good too.
1: That's different. Okay, that you're talking where you bite the top off, pour it out. Yeah. Yeah,
0: okay. I, know what you're t- I, I
1: know that. No, no, no. These, these are little gummy soda bottles. They're like they cola bottles. They're like uh, how do you describe them? They're they have a they're brown like oak bottles
0: like that that shape the shape of a They're shaped like bottle. a
1: bottle but they're tiny little things. I can't believe you've never had these. Never. They have a little bear on the package. I don't know what the fuck you're talking uh, about. you have to look it up. Haribo. They're they're in I'll look it up right now. They're in those candy stores. You'll see them from time to time. It's not it's not a very common item but every once in a while you get it and sometimes you'll get it in uh, trick or treating if somebody goes to the right store, I guess. Right, cycling back, back, to back to horrible.
0: A, back to a crappy one. The, uh, the non-candy givers, like the ones who gave out little bags of pennies.
1: <laughs> I What is that? Tell me no what idea. that is.
0: That was just, uh, I'm looking at Haribo Coke bottles right now. They're Haribo gummies right now. Never in my entire life have I seen this. Wow. Never.
1: Well, you learn something new every day. I can't believe you've never seen that before. Yeah. You got to try them. I'll buy them for you one time. I'll find a, it. I'm, a
0: hu- I'm an enormous gummy fan, so I'll pr- I'd will probably love it.
1: Yeah, it's don't don't expect that it's really going to taste like soda, but it sort of has a soda taste, you know, kind of, sort of in the way that banana runts sort of tastes like bananas, but not really.
0: <laughs> There's a good candy right there, runts. Yeah, that is a good
1: one. I do love runts. Runts, nerds, um, all those. Nerds like, are great.
0: Yeah. Do you remember Dweebs, by the way?
1: Uh, dweebs were chewy nerds. Damage. 300 bucks. Yep, yep, yep.
0: Yeah, those are good. Love dweebs. Okay, now back to bad candy. How about apples on Halloween? Uh, I, yeah, I guess I did know a few people who gave apples on Halloween. Never with a razor blade in it, though. That's for sure. No, 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 no. But what the hell is that? You're giving an apple out? I guess that's, like you know, it's, it's usually like a, a hippie couple who's like, you know, oh. Well, we don't want to give children sugar because it's not healthy, so we'll give so, them apples. Like, shut up! It's Halloween. Give me fucking candy. Well, I this wouldn't want to go trick treat. or treating since this is not a treat. I shall give you a trick. I wouldn't going want to go to trick or treating, light treating and woodstock. dog shit on your stoop. What's that?
1: I said I wouldn't want to go trick or treating in Woodstock.
0: No, I neither would I.
1: Okay, <laughs> what was that about lighting dog shit on fire? <laughs> <laughs> Just as
0: a trick for giving us apples instead he of a called treat. the shit poop. <laughs>
1: it's poop again. Is that Billy Madison? Yes. Okay. I thought so. I was trying to remember what that was from. Uh, he called the shit poop. All kinds of licorice I wrote down in the notes. I you're love... a black licorice fan then? No. Oh, well then you don't like all kinds of licorice. I meant all kinds of red licorice. There's Australian licorice, there's licorice wheels. There's Twizzlers, which I still consider licorice. There's the Pull and Peel Twizzlers. Oh, those there's, are the best. Uh, yeah, those are the best. Um, there's other, there's uh, Nibs and uh, yes. uh, the Nibs and there's another one that's kind of like Nibs but not exactly, like Licorice
0: Bites maybe? Yeah, those are good. I love that stuff. But you don't like black licorice. I'm a black licorice fan. Are you? I'm one of the rare people who are, yeah. Well, I am shocked
1: because if you like black li- licorice, I would think that you would also like Gooden Plenties, which is basically black li- licorice.
0: No, that was that was the next uh, awful candy I was going to. It was Gooden Plenties. I would just I want to vomit when I look at them. Really? Yeah, I hate them. It hate tastes hate like black fucking licorice. Fucking hate Gooden Plenties. They tasted like the fucking box they came in. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to god.
1: How about uh Another favorite of mine, which you do not like, you don't like circus peanuts? Oh, I hate circus peanuts. Hate them. I have a, I have a soft spot for them because my grandmother uh, used to eat them and I always liked to eat them with her. But those, I really like them. And they say those are banana flavored, but they're not.
0: I have a soft spot for circus peanuts in the sense that uh, when Crackerman and I were about 15 or 16 years old, uh, we were leaving at Genevieve's, and we were parting ways. He was going back to his house. I was going back to mine. So he was like, um, you know, I'd say about 30 feet away from me across the parking lot. And he had bought a package of circus peanuts. And I was like, you know, hey, give me two of those on the way back. And, you know, I ate one. I'm like, oh, God, this is fucking awful. And I was just so upset that I even took it and he gave it to me that uh, I like as I was throwing the circus peanut at him to get the timing right. I yelled out, like, hey, Cracker Man! And so it's like, by the time he turned around, the circus peanut was already in midair and about two feet away from his face and drilled <laughs> him right in the eye. It was perfect. Just turned around and just screamed out, I'm hit! <laughs> I'm hit. <laughs> I'll give that a horn because that is a reference. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stay on target. No, not that one. It's a, oh. a reference to uh, a Halloween costume that I've mentioned. Which In one? this program, being Keith Hernandez. Oh, okay. Second oh, the Spader. spit
1: from the Seinfeld episode. <laughs> okay. I'm a little slow tonight, so okay, perfect. Um, as you can tell, folks, by the music, we're at the end here,
0: so I'm gonna wrap it up. You have anything else to say? Just all-time greatest Halloween candy. There's a lot of great Halloween candy out there, but I don't think anything beats the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. Like the whole cup. When you get, I mean, the miniatures are great. But when you got that whole cup, holy shit, that was that was striking gold. <laughs> I'm not a big
1: peanut uh, butter guy, but that's all right. I know those are popular, so I'll allow it. Um, next week is Pet Peeves. Is it?
0: Yeah. Oh, shit. This Pet- is going to be a fucking tough show. <laughs> and it will have nothing to do with childhood. I'll try to bring back, because I'm of of anyone you'll ever meet... I cling to stupid bullshit from childhood more than anyone else, so uh, I guess I'll try to remember as many pet peeves from childhood as I can. But okay, we'll see, see what we can come up with for next week. I'm sure it'll be great. It always is. All
1: right. So uh, on that note, we're done. Thank you for a fantastic. That's all, folks. Thank you for a fantastic show, Kevin. Thank you. All right. It wasn't a half hour,
0: but it was. Uh, it's probably the shortest show we've done so far. It might have been. So Might uh, just come under uh, the food mask.
1: Yes, might. So uh, in any event, please join us next week. Also, subscribe on Zoom or uh, – subscribe on Zoom. Subscribe on iTunes or Zoom if you have it or whatever your RSS reader of choice is. Uh, listen to our show during your commute to work. During work, we got some emails that people are listening while they're working. I love it. Uh, if you've got a long commute, that's perfect. If you work out, listen while you're in the gym. Uh, listen to us to go to sleep, too. We have soothing
0: voices. And visit <laughs> us at GordTap.com.
1: Yes, and check out uh, favorite underappreciated fictional characters and all the other great blog posts. So for Hampsey, Kevin, Queens, I'm GordTap on Long Island saying thanks for listening and have a good night. You're way <laughs> and we're back that was a loud explosion or something of the sort i don't know uh we're back here on the edge with sports talk as we are